Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Neighbors often squabble, but those squabbles don't usually go much beyond that. But once in a while, they wind up in court, and you always wonder, when one person is describing what the other neighbor did, was it really that bad? And, and unless you were there, sometimes you don't know, right? So here's an interesting one that both Dan and Dennis sent me. Neighbors battle over Cleveland Heights couple's backyard pizza oven goes to trial this week, and it sets a street on edge from Cleveland scene. Mark Opria wrote this, and it's going to get confusing because there's four people involved in the story. It's two couples, but one of them I don't think is married. So the people who own the pizza oven is Paul and Mary, and uh, the people who are going to court against them are the Joneses, the Joneses, okay? So it was soon after Paul started dating and fell for Mary that he actualized his longtime idea of building a wood-fired pizza oven in his backyard. Apparently, the man's got aspirations of someday having a wood-fired pizza oven in his backyard, and now he's accomplished that. After some months of planning and assemblage, Paul, who's a craftsman by trade, completed the project in May of 2017. So this goes back a ways. Soon after, the two of them, and by the way, Mary is a nurse, began hosting informal pop-ups for neighbors with parties assembled around the pit off of Grandview. Neighbors with gardens brought over mushrooms and others brought shrimp or anchovies, things that you may or may not want to put on a pizza. Uh, A second-grade neighbor even immortalized the two in a school marketing assignment at his elementary. There's a lot more people who know each other on the street, and the pizza oven is one reason for that, one neighbor said, although they requested anonymity. It's brought people together more than split them up, except for, of course, the Joneses, who are neighbors right down the way. Uh, As the community pizza pit drew praise from most, it drew the ire of one set of neighbors who lived two houses to the south. Uh, In July 2021, those neighbors, the Joneses, filed a 17-page lawsuit claiming that the fumes from the pizza oven are a public nuisance and have caused them significant physical discomfort and emotional distress. I read the lawsuit, and uh, one of the interesting things about all of this is that the Joneses, before filing the lawsuit, had actually asked around, including attending, I think, a city council meeting, and said, look, my neighbor's got this pizza oven, and it billows smoke, and it, it, it bothers people. Isn't that a nuisance? But apparently, they looked at the uh, various municipal codes and said, well, it's, it's not a structure in the sense of something you have to pull a permit for. And apparently, they thought, well, if it's not the building that we can regulate, uh, we'd only be able to regulate, presumably, the smoke coming from it. And on the occasions that people came out from the city, nobody deemed it to hit the level where a ticket would be necessary. So the pizza oven remains. And so these people finally filed the lawsuit. So it's a 17-page complaint. Case will now had the trial beginning this week in a common pleas court. The Joneses are represented by attorneys, of course, and they purport that the oven's smoke and fumes, visibly white, opaque, and billowing, have led to a range of symptoms, including coughing, sore throat, headaches, burning eyes, dizziness, lightheadedness, fogginess, heart palpitations, and sore lungs. The effects of the smoke and fumes last for a few days. So it doesn't matter if they do it every single day because... They say that if they get hit with this smoke cloud, that it affects them for a couple days. Smoke odors linger on their clothing and hair and on their pet's fur. 
<laughs> so you sniff your pet, your pet smells like the pizza oven two doors down. Regardless of the presence or absence of visible smoke, the oven releases noxious fumes and odors at all times and is being used and operated. The complaint reads, all of the above are offensive to the senses and would offend a person of ordinary sensibility. So one question always is, have these people complained to the people operating the pizza oven? Good question. Apparently they did. So plaintiffs requested that the defendants utilize a chimney extension, which defendants refused because the chimney extension would affect the quality of the pizza, according to the complaint. From and after May of 2017, defendants continued to use and operate the oven in a spirit of hatred, ill will, or revenge. Now, that's a real question. If someone's doing something, you ask them to stop, they keep doing it, does that change their motives? Uh, so that's the question. The other question I have is, and I've had these, these wood-fired pizzas. There used to be a place that was near somewhere I used to live that did wood-fired pizzas that were so good. They were fabulous, and there is something different about them. And so the thing is that since you're cooking something you're going to eat in there, you got to be careful about what's in the smoke, right? I would assume. So, you know, they're, they're going to be using certain types of woods, I would guess, certain types of fuel that wouldn't be toxic uh, and that they would then create this good kind of pizza. And the question is, if you're really cooking with that kind of appropriate material, would the fumes be noxious or would they just be fumes or would they just be smoke? Because they claim it's opaque smoke. So uh, all parties involved in the suit declined to comment for this article, which is a wise thing because trial starts today. The very non-neighborly fight over the pizza oven uh, is playing out on Grandview, a street comprised of brownstone fourplexes and century-old single-family homes, in sharply uh, is sharply resemblant of disputes that could be settled over a friendly chat, but instead have headed into a heated illegal land with more frequency, according to a recent article on the Wall Street Journal that noted they're just getting nastier. So uh, I'm not going to go on and on. This article is actually quite lengthy, but that does encapsulate the entire case. The lawsuit is asking for the court to declare what these people are doing the pizza oven a nuisance, order them to stop, and to order them to pay damages. So question is, if you're going to sue somebody over something like this, and understand, I have not seen video, for instance, of what the smoke looks like. The uh, plaintiffs in this case did submit a photograph with the complaint to the court, but it simply shows what the oven looks like. And so the question is, how would you prove this? But let's back up one more step and say, really, could could this be a case? Is this possibly a case? Because, again, I have not seen that pizza oven in operation. But just hypothetically, it's possible that it billows smoke like a burning tire factory. It's also possible that it doesn't smoke at all. Okay, that's the range. That's the range, okay? I've seen people fire up a barbecue and all I see is heat rising off of it. And I've also seen people who are struggling to to light an old-fashioned barbecue, spraying all kinds of stuff. Next thing you know, you see a mushroom cloud and, and and then all kinds of stuff in the air. Okay, so if you were going to go to court on this, 
And let's assume for a split second that it actually is a nuisance. Let's assume for hypothetical discussion's sake that it is a nuisance. How would you prove that? And yeah, there's things you could do to prove it. You could bring in video, shoot some video from your place, because obviously you say the smoke gets to your place, it should show on video at your place. So get upwind, you know, and, and it's, it's coming towards you, or excuse me, get downwind, I guess. Smoke's coming towards you, and film it as it comes towards you, so you can see it. Likewise, you can testify to it. You're a witness, you can testify to what happens. And you could also, I presume, do a couple other things. You could bring in people and have them come into your house while that's happening and ask them, could you please pay particular attention? Can you smell the pizza oven? Can you smell the fumes? What's it, what is it doing to you? How do you feel? And I also would guess that there's going to be people out there who can study and measure this. Because if you had noxious fumes in your home, there are people you can call who can come in and try to figure out what they are. And so you could bring in somebody like that, have them walk around the house and, and, and say, yes, I can tell what that is. No, I cannot tell what that is. Or I don't know what you're talking about. You know, that kind of thing. Because I can tell you right now, uh, I live someplace where you can still legally burn leaves and wood and, 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 and brush and stuff uh, in the summertime and in the fall. And so not every year, but occasionally I'll have a burn pile of, of stuff trees and branches that have fallen over, stuff like that, chop it up, put it in a burn pile. And on a nice day, when the wind is blowing the right direction, I'll light it on fire and I'll stand there and watch it burn. And I actually do pay attention because it turns out my burn pile uh, is closest to a border of my property where somebody lives. So the wind is blowing that way. I don't do the burn pile. I'm conscious of that. I light it on fire when the wind is blowing that way. Because by the time it gets to my neighbors way over there, it doesn't bother anybody. And I've got the same neighbor I'm talking about does a burn pile also. And occasionally I'll, I'll see it or I might even sense a little bit of the smoke wafting over the fence. Guess what? It's only one or two days out of the year. And so I can imagine a situation where this might be a problem. I, I can. I can. Uh, but I can also imagine it's a situation where somebody is extremely hypersensitive. And I have known people who said, do you hear that? It's driving me crazy. Do you hear that? I'm like, hear what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't hear anything. <laughs> and then you really wonder. And I'm sure, I'm sure at some level, there is an element of bad blood between the two couples because for all we know, they didn't invite him over for pizza. Or for all we know, they don't like pizza. Or, or for all we know, they came over and demanded that they stop, and they did it in such a way that they didn't come off very well. But, you know, I've had neighbors I've got along with. I've had neighbors I didn't get along with. I famously told you the story about Charlie a while back. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I can probably find you a link and put it below. But the thing is that, unfortunately, uh, if people live in homes near you, uh, you don't have much control over how long they stay there. And so the best thing is to choose, you know, best thing to do is to, Try to see if you can figure out how to get along. So we'll see what happens. But in my mind, the biggest question is what kind of proofs will the plaintiffs put in to show that this is an actual nuisance? And again, I mentioned nuisance not so long ago. 
because that's what a city can often come in and do and declare your place to be if it is uh, decrepit or run down. And here, apparently in Ohio, and I believe in many states, uh, likewise, that you can sue somebody for nuisance if their nuisance directly affects and harms you. And that's one of those occasions where the city can come in and work on abating a nuisance, or if you are directly affected by or victimized by the nuisance, then you can file a lawsuit and say, I'm injured and harmed by that nuisance. I want it stopped and I want damages. So there you go. But we'll see what happens. People say, Steve, (laughs) I sent you that article. And yes, you did. Dan and Dennis, neighbors battle over Cleveland Heights couple's backyard pizza oven goes to trial this week and sets the street on edge. And I thought about it for the longest time, couldn't figure out how to work it in. But there's a very, very funny episode of MASH where Hawkeye wants an incubator to uh, incubate uh, samples uh, at the Mobile Army Surgical Hospital. And uh, he can't get one. So they finally get a hold of some guy from headquarters that comes in. He's got all kinds of requisition forms. And he goes, I'm sorry, but we can't give you an incubator. And uh, Hawkeye goes, it's not like we're asking for a pizza oven. And the guy goes, oh, I can get you one of those. Just take this form here and cross out where it says machine gun and write in pizza oven. (laughs) So couldn't fit that in. Sorry about that. There you go. Oh, and by the way, the shirt was sent in by a viewer. Thank you very much. Questions or comments, put them below. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If we humans had tails to wag when we're happy like our pet dogs, we might understand each other better.